Yo, let us pray. Father, please walk with us through the bad times as well as the good. May we be heard and understood from the suburbs to the hood. May you judge us by our hearts and not by our mistakes. And see that we get our breakthrough however long that it takes. May you fill that void in our souls that will lay our fears to rest. But there's no way we can live for Jesus when we're living in the flesh. So I pray that you allow our spirits to be born, grow strong, move on, know right from wrong. First John chapter 2 verse 15, do not love the world or anything in the world. And we know what that means, but listen, we know the distance we need to be away from fire to keep it missing, but that doesn't mean we'll listen. Lord, you take care of fools and babies. Teach women to honor their men and men respect their ladies. But lately, so many of us have gone astray, doing wrong for so long that we've forgotten the way. Please bring us back home, instilling us the word which is our backbone. We're just children that have grown. There is so much that we're entitled to, yet we receive so little. Because in this time of spiritual warfare, we're comfortable in the middle. So I pray that you open our eyes. Give us the anointing to recognize the devil and his lies. If we keep our actions wise and our prayers sincere, our heads to the sky, you will diminish our fears. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Yep. Black Bob. of a million they died for all lives before we were children some of us we trying to make us a billion on real estate fancy cars and them buildings i'm trying to build foundations like a seminole and stop the wars where they looking for the mineral i ain't really heard no truth in a minute bro and watch the rappers they salute to their general they talk shit when i holler about freedom it's been a long time somebody all right i want to welcome everybody to the south congress podcast fan by fan show for amc's preacher i am cameron and i'm joined by travis travis how's it going man what's happening cam i'm good man we we had a bit of an extended break i'm nice and relaxed and cool and calm and collected i feel fantastic i feel super <laughs> good um so no um I, I feel great man we um you can thank me later you don't have to thank me right now but i feel like i did a good thing um you know, for the weeks leading up to this show, I was like, oh, we need to do this. And you were like, I, I don't know. And I think it turned out great. I mean, we may, who knows, we may end up doing a best of and a recap show, or it may turn into what we do this week. But, you know, between you and I and getting into the uh, the mythology and the lore of Preacher, and then, you know, Danny finding the time to link up with us, Bruce, you know, blessing up with his time to link with us, my man Trevor filling in when you were, uh, you know, off in the boonies hunting beavers or whatever the fuck you was doing, um, you know, it just, it really became like a, a family affair, and, you know, everybody likes Flash. Like, Flash is, and we might talk about this today, too, you know, Flash is one of the iconic DC superheroes that everybody knows and loves and feels has to be portrayed a certain way and luckily the show was very loyal to that but you know preacher is you know in all fairness it's a niche it's um 
you know, it's not something that Flash is a niche as well. Well, I tell you what, Flash is a niche. A Flash CW's Flash is a niche. In fairness, not just Flash, in the genre, the, the comics, the Flash in general. You know, DC, I feel like I feel like Flash as a comic is up there though, only because no, 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 no. no. I'm just saying the genre, the comics is a niche. Well, I mean, comics, not, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. You know, what, in the last you know few years, with the yeah, since the no, comics is a niche. But I mean, it, even it, even within that stick. niche, if we're looking at the Justice League, as far as after you do Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, depending on who you talk to, Flash is next. He's next. And, and I didn't even. And my, the, my point was more to put, uh, of saying the niche using that language, to, was to put preacher over as the niche of a niche. Like it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Put frame flash a certain way. That's just no, I did. But yeah, it was uh, no preachers even. Yeah, yeah. Flash is way way mainstream. Compared no, yeah. To if if flash is the um, look if flash is the pair of pants that you rarely wear, this is. The, the inner pocket on the pocket of those pants like like preachers preachers in there but um you know lucky enough you know seth rogan evan goldberg loved it like i loved it and like bruce loved it and like danny loved it and like trevor loved it and matter of fact happy uh belated birthday to my man trevor's birthday was uh was saturday so uh you know shout out to my man for um getting a year older but yeah, you know, Preacher kind of exists on a different plane, and, you know, I'm, for one, super impressed that, you know, enough of our audience, or even a new audience, you know, tagged along with us along the trail, because, like, there's a couple of Preacher episodes that, as far as numbers, did better than Flash episodes. I mean, did really wow. well. So, yeah, it was, I was, I was pretty surprised about that. Um, but no, yeah, people are, people seem to be really into the, uh, into the show, um, and I think, Travis... For somebody who hasn't really read it, this is like I, I I think I saw Danny and Bruce and Trevor smile at the end of the season finale because I think they got what they finally wanted in the direction. The road trip. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. They wanted to get on the road, and I think we're there. So um, you know, without you know further ado, man, let's just go ahead and get to it. Uh, the preacher, you know, episode ten, season finale, call and response. Um. You know, I feel like a setup at this point would be a bit mundane because we've been setting this up for two months, you know. Um, you know, it's about that time. Basically, you know, where we leave off, you know, Preacher escaped the sheriff's car. Um, is kind of on the run, and he made that promise that he's going to be in church on Sunday, and he's going to bring God to the church. Right? Um, now, listen, I don't know if these guys are Flash fans like we are. But when we're driving down one of the main streets, they actually pass by a store called Gustin Hardware. So that's pretty cool. Uh, okay. In Anvil, though, right? Yes. Wait, what but was I – mean, oh, it's – wait, Gustin. Oh. Yeah. And so that's pretty cool because I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to see that there was actually a Gustin Hardware. Yeah, so we're we're moving kind of around the streets at this point. Um, everything's kind of barren. I mean, that might be more small towns ideal. Yeah, and I mean, even during the day, like it's oh, it's so Texas. It's so Friday Night Lights. You wanna you wanna know something? There are uh, oh, there's Gustin Hardwares. 
Are, are there really? Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Yeah, they're all over New Mexico. Uh, looks like that's where they mainly are. Here we go. Grant, we tried to throw you a bone, man. Um, so, of course, at Sturgis Roadrunner Market, um, they changed the sign to say, Run, Preacher, Run. And then the next scene, there's a Save the Savages sign. And we have 17 hours, 22 minutes until God. And I love that there's, like, great graffiti. Like, the whole time ta- – oh, and, of course, the mascots in the window as the bus rolls by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mabel. There's lines. Yeah. It's and then the my preacher yeah. Hey, Mabel. And he's moving, too. <laughs> Boy, he's running. And, of course, Mabel, Mabel, punk Mabel ass. Mabel was – yeah. Bitch ass Mabel. Mabel. He went that way. <laughs> Telling on every damn body. Mabel, do better. We expect so much more out of you. Now, and and I think this really started with, um, you know, with the whole let's bring our lawn chairs out to the church while these people try to push the preacher out and kill him if they have to. Um, You know, people are waiting in line. You know, and there's signs all over the wall talking about God's coming back. But basically... They are getting bikini waxed, and I've yeah, not just getting all kinds of, uh, before, but they're getting dolled up for God. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, which is not, which is to be expected because you know people do their best primping for church, so you know it's it's understood. Now, of just course, like, and and I just saw Suicide Squad uh, to date the show, so of course, like, you know, uh, tulips, uh, purple. Muscle car is like super impressive to me at this point. So Tulip is basically trying to find out what happened to Jesse because Jesse's missing at this point, um, and they can't find him. So the uh, the madam from the brothel basically tells her somebody worse has gotten a hold of him than you think, and Tulip deduces that it's Donnie. All right, so. Then you got slow motion to Donnie spanking the shit out of somebody, and of course it's dirty. That's why. To the point where, yo, now have you ever watched Shameless? No. Okay, it's a very good show that I just started watching, and so of course she sits on the frozen vegetables because she be getting her ass spanked for hours. Something similar happens on Shame on Shameless, except they're not getting spanked. He's getting a, a whole dildo up that ass. Um, so yeah, he needs a cushion. So Tulip comes in, yo, bust the the uh the front window open or bust the front door. Or that, it's the like class. the yeah, with with a pelican, not a pelican, with a pink flamingo ornament. Wham, yeah, slams yeah, her with face the bullshit you have. Yeah, and then yo, she's looking for Jesse. The wife talks shit. Tulip slams her face into the plate. She's like, "Where is he?" And then guess what? Jesse just comes out the back, fresh That's out of shower. Shirtless, hey, towing, towing his hair off, and then, then she pops back. The wife pops off to her. and Door like, was open, Shut idiot. Shit. <laughs> Shut up. And, yo, like, I love the brevity of this show. Like, I really do. Because it makes, and we'll get to it, but it makes perfect sense why Donnie didn't kill him and why he housed him. It really makes sense. We don't think about bad guys, quote-unquote honoring the things that happened to him but you know we'll get to it he absolutely spared his life like yeah, and he knew he had you know he could have easily yeah. and with and Donkey, at, with yeah at that point it's clear it became more about 
you know, one-upping the guy than actually killing the guy. Because, you know, he, like, for everything Donnie was, like, you can be a bully and not be evil. You know, if, if, if I've learned anything in my 30 years of life, people can be horrible to you and not be horrible people, if that makes sense at all. But, yo. Right, I've been horrible to some people. And yeah, I mean, you're horrible right now. But it happens. Yo, one point to the savages, yo. Somebody bailed my man out. Oh. And then he's talking about, of course, the savage mascot having sex with the beaver mascot. Because... You know, you know how that shit go. So, yeah, my man's still in jail. My man, Cassidy. And then you got the sheriff off in the corner. He's like, yo, where is he? He's like, like I told you, man, I have no idea. All we've been doing is chilling. We have no clue. Did he kind of tell him, like, wasn't the line, like, I told you, before, like you don't want to know. Yeah, like, he kind of immediately admitted, like, yeah, I know, but you don't want to know. Yeah, you don't want no parts of what's going on here. Like you, you really don't want to know. He's like, don't I though? With a with a a fresh brew of coffee. So yo, he has his old school thermos or whatever. And even I love how they shot it below the thermos, and Cassie kind of looks at it like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, so, I, knew, I knew immediately. I'm like, oh, yeah. are you serious? This, so he knows. He like not 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 only does he know, he knows for sure and how it works. So the fantastic deduction thing here, like he's basically running Cassidy through all the crimes he's committed. But what he gets to is the years that he did them, which is which is interesting. Like, oh, Cassidy, you didn't come up with a fake name all the time, no fake ID, like. You just you just decided to be Cassidy Lee. Shout out to my man David Lee. I'm just gonna assume that's his name. Um, <laughs> you just decided to be that that one guy the whole time, and you sense the whole time like the desperation in the sheriff, right? So you know he's telling Cassidy like you're being an asshole. And Cassidy's kind of like ah no sheriff, and he says I'm not an asshole. And this is as he's peeing in the corner. He said, I'm the asshole. And he runs at the sheriff. And the sheriff smooth shoots him because he had his gun locked. But is fully aware. We didn't know. We didn't yeah, know he had an idea. Had trained on him, but. Yeah, but is fully aware that this is not going to kill him. And then, of course, he squeezes out some fresh hemoglobin. <laughs> yeah, the hemoglobin Gatorade. Thick red is what they call it, I think. He goes, I read something on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, vampire. It's going to be a long night. Internet really been taking care of people this whole time. Mm-hmm. So internet, I told you, best invention mankind has ever come up with. Ever, ever. It's more than cars, vaccines, airplanes, all that. The internet. No, we have, we have access to it all. We have it all. So, yeah, let's go to dinner at Donnie's house, which is, again, the, the most fantastic family in the whole world. Um, and he tells him, he's like, yo, I've been washed clean. He said, I preach you're dead to rights in that church. Could have killed him and been a hero for it, too. But I stopped myself. I remembered he'd been merciful with me before. I got Sometimes you hate Texas, and then you love it. 
But he you know, acknowledged, and he's saying, like, yo, he had me in the bathroom. And, of course, Tulip's here in this for the first time. And the thing you have to understand is Tulip, Tulip has no actual knowledge of Genesis through Jesse influencing people. Like, she's been kept away from that the whole time. So she hears this stuff, and she's like, what the hell? And, yo, he said, so, yo, when I heard Preacher was on the run, yo, I told him he could hide out here because he saved me. So out of everybody who's had these, these horrible things happen to them, Donnie included, this renewed his faith in God. So, yeah, he's, he's a, a reaffirmed man of faith. And, yo, we're just down. And, and, the, and his wife is, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. As long as you get to hit me on my butt while I'm dressed up like Dorothy, I don't care. I'm with it. And yo, like, really, we'd have to go back to a show we did earlier. But uh, again, like, I've been watching like Shameless and stuff like that, and been watching like, and I mean, you know, we're we're adults, so we're aware of the the the, the what sexual frustration and repression does to people, and how they materialize that in their own lives and yeah like this is this this thing that they do him randomly spanking her and maybe sometimes you know putting her you know palm on a stove uh, you know it it's not super weird at this point and tulip is just like oh so that's what he taught you in the bathroom right and you know his wife popped off so it takes a real man to let god in his heart and tulip just wants to hit her again <laughs> she's like we're going outside yeah, yeah. <laughs> The wife, I thought, was the one of the, was the most interesting uh, part of this whole thing mm-hmm. because she just was, you know, I think she'd want because remember she was like get him and you know kind of a bitch like when they were all going to storm the place and she's yelling mm-hmm. for his I think that was the point but I remember her screaming for his head and so the fact that she and Donnie are. You know, the whole thing, Preacher coming out, like, oh, he's with them, and they're hanging out, and he's hiding them. Last place anybody would look. Wow. Yep. Uh, and, and the wife in particular was really interesting. There's going to be a very good Donnie moment at the end of this episode that's a callback to something we talked about. And I just, I've been thinking about it for a whole week, so that'll be really good. But, yo, so Tulip and Jesse are outside for a smoke, quote-unquote, and she's in his face. She's like, yo, do something for me. And he's like, yeah. He's like, anything. She's like, yeah. She's like, because it's bad. And, yo, he's been going through it. He's ready to. She grabbed his belt buckle. He's ready. He's about to turn loose on her. Well, he the, the even he's like, I'll buy, he, he was about to tell her. He's like, I'll catch you up. Yeah. But you came back, like, you came back for me. Yep. And so she she jumped on his whole like oh you want oh yeah that's how you feel huh yeah and she turned around kind of leaned on him a little bit up against the car and then she popped the trunk and who's in the trunk Travis uh Hermo or whatever or Carlos but it's fine Carlos, yeah. who they say in big white letters on the screen yo and then we what we get the flashback to Carlos spitting that real game to old girl on the street to the yo, to the male he woman kind of he was kind of the worst I mean. Like, you know what's funny? Watching it the second time, I realized how weak his game actually was. Yo, she's tough. That's a tough little male lady. She about 5'2". But she got enough curls under that hat, boy. And them eyebrows tamed enough. I'm not mad at her. 
And, yo, he's really, like, explaining to her how people are all people. And, yo, she walked off. He said, hey, Jennifer. And Jennifer turned around. And she's like, what's up? He's like, you like Chinese food? And she <sighs> said, hey, not, not really. really. Jennifer. He took that L. Yeah, she got a little bit back there. He pooped off. He's mad, boy. Typical. And threw that mail right in the uh in the trash. Yo, when your taco meat touching your goatee, you already kind of working with a disadvantage. <laughs> Gotta take care of yourself a little better. But yo, no they, time. they listening and laughing and at them. dogging them on the headset, yo. Mm-hmm. And yo, they've gone through just about every lockbox in the bank. So you know, to anybody who might be listening to this who isn't following along with us as we go, you know, they're inside the uh you know, the safe room of the bank going through lock boxes left and right. Safe deposit boxes. Yeah. And and really ripping them out. And yo, okay, so like I told you, I've been watching Shameless, right? And long story short, there's a sexually repressed woman on the show. Um it's not is it is it Joan Cusack? It really might be. Um, she's been in a bunch of movies, but I'd have to really see her face to say it. But basically, she won't even leave her house. Like She's one of those type of – I don't even want to say hypochondriac, but she's afraid to actually leave her house. So she is a husband and a daughter. She's a shut-in? Husband, she's a shut-in. She is. She's a husband and a daughter. Her daughter is so weirded out by her parents' relationship that she's sucking dick under the dinner table while boys come over to tutor her and her mom is oblivious to it dead ass and her dad is so weirded out by the stuff her mom does he can't be around her no more and then you find out like you don't know this from the beginning but then as it goes on uh william h macy who is the main character of the show um ends up going over there one night trying to scam her and thinks he's gonna you know he's gonna give her some action and she's gonna take care of him she strapped my man up to the bed and pulled out the second biggest dildo I've ever seen in my life. Why do I say second, Travis? Because the biggest one is coming up right here on Preacher. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was like, Faye. I thought, it, I thought it was ridiculous. Like, No, Faye. it's absurd. Faye, do you know what that is? She was like, no, I don't know what that is. Like, That's a giant two-sided fisted dildo. She was like, how do you know that? I was like, because I can see. Um, <laughs> no. And Tula was not ready for it. She was like, no, that is not okay. I'm a pregnant woman. That is wrong. And Jesse's like, come on with a dead ass serious face. It's like Lady in the Tramp, except with our butts. With our butts. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he's shaking it at her like a machine gun. And Carlos is just. Carlos is not only mad that they emasculated him on the phone conversation, but he hates the amount of, of fun and love that they have between each other. And he it wasn't even. I mean, the. the, the I mean. What does he expect? He he was he got shut down in a semi public yeah. forum. You gonna catch some jokes and um, you know move on with your life. People but cannot like, can't take that rejection, boy. Ooh, cannot handle it. And yo, they tell him these bags are ready to go. They're done dogging him. It was funny while it was funny. Until they said, "Fun's over." And now the pain begins, and she picks up the fist. Yo, Carlos is a bitch. Like. Y'all was away free and clear. Nobody hates you. But, I mean, we also have to figure in how much greed was involved. Carlos had a- no! It, what, what did he have? He had the lockbox. They were eight minutes away from the real, the real deal. Oh. 
Yo. He had like some jewelry and like some like wads of cash. You know, a couple people probably had five, ten, twenty. You know, I'm sure he made like a couple, maybe a million. I mean, not even a million. Maybe a couple hundred thousand out of that. Maybe you know, maybe half in cash, half in like. Then he hawked the rest of it. How much uh, did his fresh ass loafer? Being in that water with a used condom next to it, make it because that's Jesse and Tulip's condom. I don't care, it just is. But now, nah, why do you use a condom if you're pregnant? Who knows? It, it, I, I don't, I but, think it was no, just the loafer it. being in that puddle made it made this worse. Thorough ass, fry ass loafer, too. I'm not even gonna hold them. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't even like just like. It was because of the nature of it. It was such a low, you know, it's a loafer. It's a, it's yeah. a low shoe, and it was all cloth and fabric and suede. The whole thing was just soaked, and he, he stepped on it, just squirted. Just, yeah, yep. It was, it was it was ruined. I mean, really. Yeah, your loafer's done. Ain't enough. Ain't enough dry cleaners in the world to fix that shoe. And you better be worried about like washing your foot. Like you know. Mm, yeah because they tossed that condom so yeah um so he cut the fucking security guard free and took off and they shot him dead in his shit square in the middle of his head but he had time to hit the button and call them folks mm-hmm. yo and then tulip was so distraught at carlos taking off that she lost the baby like it worked her up that much, and she knew it offhand. And you know, her lip is quivering. That, that very good. And Jesse has the worst haircut of all time, and the mangiest beard. Like the beard is so mangy that can't actually be what his hair looks like. And then Carlos in the back seat, and Jesse asks him straight up why, and then I mean, knocks was- him the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 at the part where he's cutting the guy free, the security guard. He was risking himself. Yeah. He's like the security guard's gonna go. Oh yeah, it was just two. Yeah. Oh well, the security guard died, but he didn't know. Or maybe he did know that. Nope. You're not gonna let him out alive. I'm gonna slow mine down for a minute, just so you can see. Um. Yeah, she grabs her stomach. Yeah, because you, you need to see this next part because it wasn't until this episode that I finally figured out exactly what was going on. Um, with the whole with the with the meter thing that we have been seeing for weeks and weeks and weeks. The meter at the Queen Cannon meat pack? Yeah. You mean the meter with the guy there too? Yeah. It wasn't until this episode where I was like, Oh, that's what that is. And then, you know, me living with a science teacher, I had to be like, yeah, you know what happens when cows shit, right? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, and methane. I was like, yep. And you can only have so much of that in your system. Yep, you gotta burp that. You gotta burp it. But yeah, but the fact that the whole town, ta- I mean, we'll get to it. That was just, like, who thought that was a good idea? No, putting it all in one central place? Um, somebody who doesn't believe in technology. Somebody who doesn't believe in progressing in the future. And, again, King Cannon has the creepiest, sweetest moment in this whole episode, which we'll get to. And we're going to talk about living in a godless world. 
because that's a very big part of this short, you know, period that we saw. Um, but no. So there's bullet wounds all over the walls of Cassidy's cell because you know he's been getting shot up, and it's to the point what, where did you skip the uh, the inspector guy? I did on only because we talked about it a bit. But yeah, um, no. So he's going through it. Because he's basically trying to rationalize exactly what's happening out there and how it's not that big of a deal. He's like, oh, hush now. He's like, no matter what we do, as long as it's together. Yeah, movie sounds great. He's not paying attention to what's happening out there. Yeah, and and, and, and it forecasts, obviously, what's going to happen later. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this man got so fed up. Like, oh, I'm never going to you know, bang my wife again, so... Yep. Why should I be miserable? And, uh, yep. So it's really her fault. The wife. Well. Everybody blew up. Yeah. I mean. And they they paint it so well. But, yeah. Um, So, no, give Cassidy a cigarette because, you know, he's still alive. And he asks him again, like, where is Eugene? Let me put some more bullets in this gun real quick. He said, okay. I can tell you this. The good news is he's alive. Maybe. Like, possibly. He's um, like, mm, maybe being alive might be the worst. That could be the worst <laughs> thing ever. He's like, honestly, man, it was an accident. Jesse, you wouldn't hurt a kid, not on purpose. He's like, oh, high praise indeed. Like, bitch, I know. Like, Cassidy, so far, has been the best friend ever in the world. He's been forgiving, and he's been understanding. And he had, he had mad, t- mad times to turn. Like, I swore. I'm just waiting. I knew he was going to turn on him three, four times. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the knife in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And even after he got, like, the woman that he really has designs on, turn him away for your boy who doesn't want her, you still not selling that man out. That's a, that's a solid dude right there. Boof. And then he kind of turned the tables on him. He's like, yo, so Sheriff, what about you? He's Teeny like, tiny part of you. Yeah. He's he's like, oh. He's like, this kind of question is illegal. He's like, not in Texas. He loads that gun up again. Not when a man's looking for his son. And that's what, like you said. He was like, yo, um, I'm just looking for him. Like, I'm wondering. He's like, just come on now. Like, keep it a whole buck. Like, there's not a little bit of you that actually is okay with that man being gone. And that just got him worked up more. Like, Sheriff is fed up. Like, face is tight, lip quivering. And he's like, yo, you look across the breakfast table day after day. Bow! And he thought about all them fucking shakes and shot the shit out of them. He's like, oh. he's like, he seems like the type that annoy you with all his questions and all that. And it was just like, was no, like, not a lie told. Mm-hmm. And, and Cassidy don't even know him. Zero lines. And, and, and filled and figured him out real quick. And uh, Sheriff was not having it. Put, yeah. put another six in To him. the point where he realized how bad he shot him up. He's like, you can go. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Sure, he looked like he left whatever was in that thermos. He left that behind. So he, he presumably, he, you know, drank the rest of that and didn't leave. Yep. Had to let it go. Yeah, so it's funny. Normally we'd be getting to the halfway point, but they gave us a bit of an extended version. Peep what Donnie's reading. Did you 
no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me watch it. I'm excited now. So we come back. Tulip and Jesse, of course, getting into it about Carlos and exactly what to do with him. I know I saw what he was reading. Oh yeah, he's reading Gorillas in the Myths. Shout out to Sigourney Weaver, who in like three movies was the sexiest thing ever, and in every other movie was not. Um, but no, I did catch he was reading Gorillas in the Midst. And it's fascinating at this point because, you know, he is he's perceived as the person the least in control. Um, you know, at least early on. But, you know, this is foreshadowing to a point where we're living around people or we're living. We're watching people who are unrecognizable as people. Because, yeah, they're uh, in a bit of a different space, and it can be said that that's kind of genuine how they feel. Yo, his wife, with her broke-ass nose, is so fed up. Like, I appreciate the fact that she got knocked basically the fuck out, and it's still like, this is still my house. I'm still finna be fed up. And, of course, she's reading good housekeeping. Because, you know, what else would she be reading? Yeah. And Tulip is – Tulip has the angels. She's reading the essence. It wasn't an essence. That was good. I was saying, what if she was reading oh, essence? Nah, then it didn't be something to talk about. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Even better, like not even a little sex shit. She's reading Black Enterprise. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. Like, like just to do it. Like she's reading that Killer Mike article about reinvesting in black banks. Like right. just to do it. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. So, so again, Tulip calling the question. Let's use some guy's hand on a phone to call God. And let them beardy white guys decide. And Jesse said, you don't know he's white. And the line of maybe the show, he better be. Or else he has some real explaining to do. <laughs> and it's so good. And just like, if, if you, you know, blink. Not blink, but you know, if you close your ears for a second, you miss that. And she's like, so God's racist, that's what you're saying? She's like, I'm saying, I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying Carlos took everything from us. And he absolutely did. Because he was jealous and he did out of spite. These are all facts. And Tulip's like, we got to bust his whole ass. And yeah. We do. She said, somebody's, she said, that won't bring him back. I know, and somebody's got to pay. Again, Tulip keeping it a whole buck. Somebody actually does have to pay for this shit. Yo, is there a Ulysses S. Grant picture on the wall? I'm assuming that's Ulysses S. Grant because... I make it a point to block out Confederate generals from my general memory. So every Confederate No, that's uh, you know Lee. Yeah, yeah. Well, one was one and one was the other. Or yeah. One was Union and one was Confederacy. Uh, but that probably is. Like, who else would it be? No, we're going to say it's Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Hey, Rob. Hey, Bobby. Okay. Yo, real quick, your man Conor McGregor is still popping off. I didn't mean no disrespect to the WWE fans. What I meant to say was that I'd slap the head off your entire roster in twice on Sundays. But but you won't, though. Like, I respect. That's actually not Robert E. Lee. Just to... Okay. Conor McGregor, I respect everything I've ever seen you do. Like I even lose. Actually like, do. Yeah, I respect that loss. Yeah, even in a loss. Like I respect everything you do. You're still hundred and forty five pounds. Like you're dope. You're super dope. You're a great fighter. 
but and like as great as Floyd Mayweather is, who I think is a top five boxer all time, he walks around with two security guards for a reason. And it's not because he's afraid of being mugged. He knows he can get tried and get caught. You're not beating up everybody in any platform. You're beating up most of them. I'm not even questioning that, but you're not in position. There's nothing about you specifically that says you can whoop everybody because I saw a pretty good fighter at your job, not a great fighter, a pretty good fighter at your job, beat the brakes off of you. So you take that shit somewhere. But anyway, back to what we're doing. So my man Jesse pulls out the trash bag and just jump right back into it. Yo, and he's ready to get with Carlos. You know why you pulled a trash bag out, right? Travis, you uh, Pulp Fiction aficionado? Well, yeah, I, I figured he was going to shoot him in the face. And, you yeah, know, we, don't want, we don't want that blood splatter. That's a nice car. So we got to we put that. For real, for real, he was being bag. considered the dude Tulip. Is that a yeah. nice car? Your upholstery is tough. Yo, he brought the, uh, not only the, uh, the trash bags, we got the Big oven mitts. Yeah, and Carlos is in the trunk like, oh. Yo, and funny enough, guess what happened uh, a minute ago? My man Ichiro got his 3,000th hit. I was sitting there last weekend at Top Golf when he was sitting at uh, two, uh, 29.98. And I'm like, come on. Oh, you wanted to get a bunch of hits for you. No, yeah, for me personally. For my gratification. <laughs> at least one. So, yeah, my man Jesse put the gun inside the oven mitt to use as a silencer. And, yo, Tulip is crying, like, in real tears. Like, Trav, we talked about this maybe from episode two, how sexy she is. This might top it. This might be the moment. Like, her showing that vulnerability in front of somebody that we haven't seen the whole show. Well, his his face is covered up, so he can hear what's happening. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but, Carlos. But no, she just went up oh, you mean crying. Yeah, her. She went up crying and hugged Jesse. And she was just like, yo, the fact that you could admit that you would kill him is enough for me. I didn't need you to actually kill him. Yo, and in your third great moment of Twitter news, Leslie Jones is back on Twitter. Salute. All right. I saw her on a, a segment during the Olympics, Ryan Seacrest was doing his stupid little side hosting thing, and he threw to a pre pre recorded segment of Leslie Jones. It was kind of weak, actually. But. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Um, he's like, no, but I'm still going to shoot him, though. <laughs> like, it's not stopping. And she's like, no, don't shoot him. The bullet's going to crack my axle. And he's like, no, but I'm going to shoot him, though. He's like, I said no. Tulip's really not with this man dying. Not tonight. So are you changing your mind? And she's like, it was the thought, okay? So she appreciates it. So that's dope. Oh, my goodness. You know what I, I thought about? Jesse's going to see his baby, their baby. <sighs> you know He's what go to hell or somebody's going to, you know, in some kind of way, a vision, he gets knocked out, whatever. I don't know how they're going to do it, but he's going to meet some kind of embodiment of what that man can't. You just laid out the most uncomfortable thing that could happen on this show. A show where we've actually had somebody sent to hell. We're eventually going to see children murder adults um, in very graphic ways. Um, that's the scariest thing I just uh, heard. 
So yeah, thank you. Um, but no, yo, yo, Carlos is pleading his case. Jesse's leaning against the car. Tulip's leaning against the wall. He's like, yo, I'm sorry, yo. Like, I lost my head in his little biking outfit. So this is what I didn't understand. And she's like, yo, so, um, you know, I'm cool and I'll check y'all later and, you know, I'm just gonna hit this. And Tulip said, hey, Carlos. And, of course, your own personal Jesus is playing in the background. Travis, I don't know, um, like, I know the job that you currently work. I don't know if you've ever really worked in an office setting. But the phrase, come to Jesus meeting, happens quite often. I mean, I've heard people talk about it. Yeah. When you're not quite pulling your weight and administration feels like they need to get everybody together, they have a come to Jesus meeting. So this is what it reminds me of. And come to Jesus meeting doesn't necessarily mean I love you anyway. It means you're going to stop fucking up or you're going to be fired. That's kind of what I think this song signifies at this point. Because Tulip pulls out the motherfucking tire iron on that boy and hands it to him. Yeah. Oh. And it's just, like, you forget, and I love how they don't always, they, they never really show it, except that first Jesse fight and that first Tulip car chase, but they don't show you how badass they are. They just let you believe it from that point, which I think but is they good. They showed you more Cassidy stuff. He's the fight uh-huh. on the airplane, the fight with the angels in the church. Uh, which I think know. is important for, for a supernatural character. And at this point, they just kind of show you the before and after of what these two do. Because they gave you that one scene. It probably saves on money, too. As far I didn't as understand. Oh, totally, yeah. And choreography, yeah, which is mm-hmm. yeah, money. Um, and, and time. Yeah. But no, but gave you the I didn't understand. Gun. They gave him the tire iron and a gun, and thought that that was some kind of like. I didn't understand. Like, how did they not come out of that shot at least somewhere once if in a while? If you're somewhere. actually pussy, you're not going to pull the trigger. I guess. Yeah. But as soon as he gave you that gun, and well, I don't know. I guess. Yo, and can we talk about it? Yo, they beat the brakes off, Carlos. I, I have it paused, and it's just his face. No, me too. I just saw the. Uh, the, the mascot walked by and it's just sitting on his face, both eyes swollen shut. Um, the mascot was carrying flowers, uh, by the yep, way. Yep, which he's probably yeah. taking to the other mascot. Um, nose, nose due swollen, east. Um, cut a cut down. on the cheek. Um, a cut next to the eyebrow. Lip hanging left too. Ooh, I think ear yeah. cauliflowered, and he's. Limping. Oh, they beat the brakes off Carlos, which he deserved every little bit of. He should never walk right again. And of course, it's the slow children playing sign next to him. We come back to my man Donnie's wife yelling at the police about how horrible Tulip and Jesse are and that three and a half dollar whore Tulip O'Hare. Woo! And it's not Donnie's fault. Preacher put a spell on Donnie. So I always find this fascinating. When you lie, but you're actually telling the entire truth, it's a lot easier to keep your face straight. It's very easy. Um, And so, yeah, that's right. You get them, boys. And she's live right now. You get that some bitch preacher. Which which was which was really good because I was like, wait a second. She, you know, oh, she done turned on him. Oh, man, god damn it. But, it wasn't you know. until they zoomed out that I was like, oh... And you see her wedding ring and her nice watch. I love how their trunk opens slow, too. Like, you had to get that specially made on that car. And Jesse pops out super slow. And she just kind of looks at him and then looks away. 
and donning my man in my in his short sleeve button ups. I used to have a couple of those. Got them from my granddad. It was a weird time. Um, yeah, there's a gun sticking out of the dirt <laughs> that Tulip glances off at. Wait, is that what that was? Yep, that was a rifle. Oh it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, getting the church the all prepared. Um, and we got. Oh, the, and she sees the blown up. Uh, blown up uh, caterpillar or whatever mm-hmm. bulldozer right she has been uh, like uh, kept away from some significant things she didn't see any of that battle or whatever and you know she's just seeing the remnants of that and the whole thing earlier and like oh yeah she didn't even, she doesn't even know about Genesis and, and Jesse's ability he didn't mm-hmm. use it on her nothing so yo as much as we give my man Donnie's wife slack, we realize how technologically unsound Jesse is. Because she has to explain to him how the phone works. He doesn't know anything about a speakerphone. He doesn't know about video conferencing. He has no idea about any of this. And he's just like... And how it, I didn't understand like why, why, they went, why they gave him that personality trait. Like, is there a functioning reason like was he locked up in the last 10 years and you don't know cell phones and touch screens and all that stuff and and just to be because it didn't seem like it's just it's this terribly simple looking setup like well here's what i meant to be like super at the beginning technical well at the beginning of the show we're meant to think that she's a victim and i think what they're really showing us you mean yeah I think what they're really showing yeah. us is that out of everybody in this entire town, she's the most progressive. Like, she's actually in charge of her sexual pleasure in a way nobody else right. is. You know? I was about I think, to say, probably because she's the only one getting off, like, yeah, in a the way, way she like, wants mindful. to. Yeah, so I think yeah, this, yeah. this just kind of went to show, like, she isn't trapped in, in Anvil, at least her mind. Like, she exists in her own space to make her own thoughts and to know things unlike you know other people don't like her husband works for a primeval company you know like it's you know it's the the meat and power company like it doesn't get a whole lot more backwards than that she loves him to death but no she seems to be and again like she was gonna put that pussy on russell from accounting at least as a threat you know, she's in charge of her life. So I think it was really to show, like, like she, she's the master of her own domain. So, Travis, we have five minutes until God shows up. Four. Like, yeah, yeah. Depending on how long your commercial break is, this shit's really cranking. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I love, again, the church you, signs are point, so genius. Knew, yeah, they are. They really are. But at, at this point, you, you know, when you're fast forward to that next segment it's 44 you know it's at the 44 45 minute mark mm-hmm. so you've got well over a half hour still you have 35 minutes left so you're like oh they're not even going to do that whole like they're going to get to the thing with three minutes left and it's going to end up on some kind of weird see you next season kind of bullcrap at least with this specific thing. Like, all right, well, we're going to get God, or at least in some whatever. Like, the, the gimmick will be shown. He'll do his thing, and, and it'll be a significant 
part of the show, not just some last few minutes kind of thing. So that's what just kind of going at five minutes left till you know four minutes left till got you know on the countdown clock, and then you fast forward to the next uh, segment, and it's like, oh man, we got some time left. This mm-hmm. isn't isn't almost over even in a traditional show we'd still have 15 minutes and it would be closer to what i'm saying but you really uh get a feeling of oh okay they're they're really gonna give us something with this whole god's coming to grant anvil so let's talk about cassidy so tulip sees cassidy gives him a big hug she's happy to see him do you see what's on cassidy's head yeah some kind of hat right yeah what does the hat say travis Uh, just before, after her and uh, no, as soon as they hug, as soon as her and Cassidy hug, he's wearing an Anvil Sheriff's Department hat. No, I'm just saying. And right after her and Jesse talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she walks through the people, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about that? But he looks, I mean, fine. Yeah. As far as how he looks. Found a found a nice gerbil on the way. And the leftover thermos. Yeah, he's straight. Yeah. So Emily's trying to give her her daughter a pep talk, trying to tell her what's going on. Yo, they they done propped up prom queen chick at the church. Yo, and then you see the mascots looking over at each other. They're absolutely plugging each other. Salute. Um. Everybody's dressed in a Sunday best. Yo, the madam is there. The whores are there. Like everybody's in the building. Yeah, it's lit. Meet guys of the uh, local riffraff. Everybody. Yo, coma girl. Tough She's too. tough. Can, staring Yo. at the staring guys. Yo, for uh, let's talk about Ken Cannon's coat though for somebody who's not expecting to see god he put his finest on he got the design on the lapels yo on the shoulders <laughs> and then he got uh like his uh his his, his bow is tough that boy's clean he said today we answer mankind pressing question yeah it's bolo uh namely what the hell's going on then again we're gonna get to it but gosh the most creepy touching moment ever is coming up oh that that made me so weak. What happened to him? Um, but yeah, he's been falling down. What happened to King, King Cannon? Cannon? Oh no, he's awful. back in his office. It's just like, oh gosh. Um, he said we're all gonna talk to him. Ain't that right, Preacher Custer? I would have. I'm. He's a better man than me. I'd have been like, eat a dick, King Cannon. Okay, go eat a dick, and he would have had to have go found a dick. Seriously, King Cannon. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. eat a whole cow dick. He said, like, every single preacher, priest, and holy man since the dawn of time. Like, he's really shooting his shot at this man. Jesse's so mad. He said, the only true God, the only true God. he's giving him his shine, though. Mm Mm-hmm. He's the God of meat. Preacher could have sat him down. Hmm. And they look at him like, the God of meat. Well, what you talking about? And he said, well, anyway. Which I thought just kind of ruined this whole thing. They're like, oh, what is this? Some kind oh, of yeah. meat sale or because something? Because you, can't, you can't put that much on it and then put your own personal idea onto it. Like, right. you're kind of ruining the moment. And then Emily's kind of looking up like, I don't know what we're going to do. What you want to do? And his lawyer chick is right there with her sidekick. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She's always by his side when he's out. She's not there 
when he's in his office. Oh, but anytime you see him real outside busy. his office, she's and the uh, street shit's popping off. So I, I really liked how they did this, how he set it up and let everybody react to yep. holding that hand. Like Emily's like, ugh. Angel hands. He's like, guess what he's trying to explain. Angel hands. Yeah, everybody's kind of looking over at Yogi Girl's just staring off into space way far. And Jesse doesn't know what to do with technology. Yo, and they, and they got the cut of the severed hand attached to it. He's just literally like smacking stuff yep. around. And, and like, yo. Like, they said, just shoot his dick off. Because, you know, my man's got his dick shot off. And everybody just turned around and kind of giggled. And he looked like, yeah, I know what happened to me, guys. All right. And he still ain't mad at the head that he got No, nah, he's kind of like, yo, he, he gave me the work. And Cassidy's like, come on, Jesse, you got it. And Emily's not halfway nervous for him. All right, Jesse kind of puts his head down in the feet. And then King Cannon's bitch ass. Alright, that settles it. And then the lights go out. Lights ain't go out. The sun went out. Yep. And my man said in the background, the sun. That would be scary. And just tells him nothing to be afraid of. Then you get your bright light. Alright, so. Again, it's, it's fan by fan. The reason fan by fan works is because. Nine times out of ten, I'd never claim to be an expert on things, but one of us kind of has a working knowledge of, of what's happening here. By one of um, us, you mean? Well, I mean, well, in fairness, and, and we didn't, you know, we didn't really get into it beforehand. Shout out to Josh, who's also going to attack me for this. But at this point in time, you're way more of a contemporary comic reader than I am, to be fair. So there's a very good chance we can get to a point on this show where you're like, oh, Cam, so here's what's going on. That can very well happen. No, because you'll be like, ooh, I might actually read that in six months, so don't tell me. I want to tell you what happened in World War II or Civil War II, which you're not well, trying no, to Well, no, that's – listen, Travis, Bryant, son of a bitch. If we I do it on a it. show – like if we're doing it if, – if we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're covering something happening in Civil War, I'm like, oh, okay. But no, I, this is different. But no, I mean, but seriously, there, there's a good chance that we could come across something, wh- whether it be Flash or something else, and you can be like, like, let's say they make a show out of the fix, right? And you're like, hey, Cam, I really want to cover this show. You're going to know more about it than I am. That just fan by fan works. There's not always one person in charge, but the reason, like, I watched this, the first thing I told you when I saw this, I was like, I wonder how long it took you to realize this was a farce. Only because I know your personal convictions to a point. You know what I mean? So well, me- be- because because the way it was presented, I was like, well, this is you know. Until it became obvious in the in the story, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, oh, okay. There, I looked. I looked at their reaction. They were all like, mm-hmm. the fact that he has this cheesy kind of look to him and pretty. The stereotype, like, my first question is, why do you look like, you know, yeah. are you human? like, why do you look like us? Why aren't you just, like, something we can't even recognize and comprehend if you're, 
But anyway, I could Yeah, the crazy know, thing to me was... A lot was, of things were, were going through my head when I saw this. And, but and not we talked like about it. Yeah, and we talked about it on this show, like, I'm... Um, and I just showed Josh, I think, yesterday, like, I'm such a big fan of of the Lucifer uh, series, and I have all the trades, and I laid them out all out, you know, to show everybody. Like, when God finally shows up, God looks kind of like a chubbier, taller, darker-haired version of the Monopoly Man. Like, it reminds me of this book, The Wish Giver, that I read from Roald Dahl uh, when I was a kid. So it's not conventional. So for this to be so conventional, as soon as I saw it, and the fact that in Preacher at one point, um, two angels, I don't remember if it was uh, DeBlanc and Fior, but two angels show up to uh, Saint of All Killers. And they look like what you would think angels look like and talk like you would think angels talk like. He shut that shit down with the quickness. So, yeah. So the fact that, like, this is happening, I was like, oh, this is bullshit from the from the jump. Right. But no, okay. yes, yeah. Right, right, because when you, because it's like, right, the seraphim, the angels, they're not, you, no. you know, they're the not seraphim, some... The seraphim is, you know, she's um the kind of uh, specially built Caucasian woman who would occupy a certain corner of adult films. Um, which I was a fan of. I, I thought that was pretty cool. But then, like, the Blanc and Fiora, like, you have your short, bald, bearded guy and your tall, goofy, lurch guy. Like, they're not, you know, how Michael the Archangel is portrayed with, you know, muscles and bl- – they're not Thor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, they're people, for like a better way of saying it. So for them to take, like, this approach, the strong, bearded – Damn near an afro god with giant ass fingers, and everybody's just in awe. You, know, you see your pedophile man taking aback, tulip, and then Cassidy is legit scared with his sunglasses down um, because you know light hurts him. And you know nobody knows quite what to say. Jesse kind of leans in. He's like, "Ooh, ooh God forgive us," which eh, appropriate response. He's a we uh I called because we all have questions. Any questions for me? Respectfully. We would like to know. How how dare you question your God? And everybody's like, yo, shut the fuck up, Jesse. <laughs> how dare you? You know, Tula said, How dare you? She's doing yeah. no tripping. You can't shout at us like that. See, oh. I just was so like un, un I did not, not know how they were going to play it because because mm-hmm. the tone of this show this if this would have just been straight up and then actually you know we'll get to the reveal in a bit I think it would have been it wouldn't have been like absurd mm-hmm. because the show is absurd so of course God the image of God and it's going to be absurd and this overdone idea you know yep. <clears throat> And of course, Tulip said, "Told you he was a white guy." He said, "Yo, I am is the only answer you need." And he said, "Look at us down here, hearts full of greed, hate, doubt. It's a cold game." Yeah, he's like, "No, it's not good enough." Yeah, yeah. sin is winning, and you're losing. Heavy. She said, "Why don't you act like a father? Take time out of your busy schedule and answer some goddamn questions." Woo. 
I doing no tripping right now. And God is laughing. He's like, yo, you got jokes clapping his hands. You got them real balls. So you wonder what his directors are saying in the background. Like, yo, what the... Yo, balls? Like, this dude is going off script. What is he doing right now? <laughs> and yo, your girl, she popped up like, I got a question for that ass. No, why you bad? And you know what's funny? Yeah, That's this the question the you expect to be the of, first question. Yes, of course. As soon as they see, he said it. I was like, oh, somebody's got to ask why these bad things happen to good people. Because mm-hmm. that is the eternal question. Yeah, it's an, question. with the most obvious answer uh, that he gave. Like because this is the same reason. Well, I'm, I won't be having that feeling. Uh, too soon, but why you have to have winter? Because you, it makes you appreciate the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, now and yo, you notice how spring and summer for me. They immediately went to prom queen's mom, and she's staring dead at him when he answers mm-hmm. the question. Yeah, yeah. And Travis, what is the answer that he gives her? Oh, uh, what the hell? It was like for the same reason. Uh, I don't know you. Yeah, obviously, no, you tell me. No, I mean, basically, he's like, you know, this has to exist. He's right. like, you know, the pain, you know, all these things make you a person, like going through make the good and are, the yeah. bad. Exactly. Which is, and which is why I think if, you know me, I'm, I'm the guy that thinks through, like, the one gotta go, one gotta stay kind of thing. I'm all about, because just in case, you never know what kind of weird, wacky, you know, world and, 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 and you know, consciousness you, you, you live in, you might get that you have a wish or a three wishes kind of scenario and you can't be the jackass. Like, okay, I want a million bucks. And then you get a million deer in your in your living room and you're like, oh, crap, you know. Mm-hmm. So you got to, you know, you got to, I'm all about them loopholes and not leaving, uh, having ambiguous questions. So, yes, what is the meaning of life or why do good things bad things happen to good people it's way too like if you stop you go because number one that's the world chaos and 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 creation that's just how things work like mm-hmm. haven't you like you, you you see how lion prides work and herds you know when migrations like yeah that migration that's a beautiful thing they get into their new water source but they got across that one river with all them crocodiles waiting they know it's migration season and the lions know and everything but it, it, the end result is you know spring and babies get born and everybody has water and plenty of food but some people had to die, you know some elk and, and freaking wildebeest had to die and be sustenance with something else so it's kind of one of those questions where it's like you, you know the, question, the answer to that you need to be specific mm-hmm. seriously which I thought they did a good guy, job. No, 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 and totally. You had to build. Sure. Well, no, with her saying that and then being like, "Yeah, but why?" <laughs> I thought that was perfect because she probably okay, right, right back. She's like, "Yeah, but why?" And they were mad yes. at her. Sit your ass down, yo. What? What did you do to the dinosaurs? What's heaven like? Everybody got a question now. Y'all weak. Y'all should have. Y'all should. But that was so stupid. It's further. like, no, you need that. You need that. Yeah. No, let's talk about this question. stuff. Right, her follow-up question was a good question. And my man Cassidy said, I feel like I went to the Justin Bieber concert and drank an eight-pack of Red Bull. He said, what'd you do with the dinosaurs? We gotta know. We trying to figure out this evolution, baby. And then the light pops off again, and King Cannon's like, yo, hey you, 
He said, my family, my baby girl, my little Lucy Lou. Oh. And they all kind of look. And he's like, what about her? He said, is she there with you? Uh, yeah. He's like, is she there with you? She yes. She is here. And Kincannon's like, oh. That's a bet. Right. Oh, he all stood right. up with all that. And I like, the, I love how it shot with the reflection in Kincannon's glasses. Yeah. Uh, no, he had his he, whole, his whole sack was on the altar. Both his mm-hmm. testicles just hanging. Hey, hey, you. I was like, oh, snap. Kincannon going to read him the riot act. Give him a piece of his, we'll give you this piece of his mind. Nope. Man. Oh, Jesse and Jesse's Jesse. like, yeah, I've been wondering for a long time now. What's your plan for me? Me personally. And he's like, to be a shepherd to your flock. And Jesse's like, oh. Yeah, tend to them in the church. Jesse's like, oh. That seems legit. He's like, but I failed at that. So why did you give me this power if, and this is where it all goes off the rails, why did you give me this power if I can't use it to save them? You've not failed, my son. You brought them to me, and so they are saved. Oh, bet. And everybody's all like... Good. Even the hookers, who they go to first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all like, <gasps> really? Straight. Finna turn the rest of these tricks tonight. You say, <laughs> even Eugene? Yes, even him. You are all saved. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Please say, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, everybody popped off. Everybody's hype. Even the pedophiles, like, it's lit. <laughs> he's, 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 yeah, Pedo was just mm. way too into the whole thing. Oh, oh, I'm so absolved. I, I might not remember that one particular girl who I did. Finna go watch, finna go watch OG Full House tonight. <laughs> and Jesse said, but I sent him to hell. And everybody stops. And the sheriff looks at him like, yo, ho, ho, ho. The wife was the worst, though, uh, before yeah. he said the line, Donnie's wife, because she's got her hand up, like, mm-hmm. feeling the energy. And it was just, like, just such nonsense. Sucked that right out the room. And, yo, and Preacher says it, and, yo, he kind of pulls back as soon as he says it. Yeah. And everybody looks like, wait a minute, bro. And he looks up, he said, how did you do that, my son? Ooh. He said, with the power. And he said, with Genesis. And your God looks at him. He said, oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, of course. And no, it was no, more like, oh, And he said, who else has a question? Can I get my dig back on? And everybody's like, ah, boy, you crazy. Yeah. He still got it in a nice little sealed Tupperware or something. Yeah. It's like carrying it around with him. Guys, have that, bro. Quote, unquote, yo, guys. Yo, fed up. Yeah, laugh. Excuse me. And Jesse kind of pops off to the side. He's like, I have one last question. You're not God, are you? Everybody's like, wait, what? And and the wife, who had Donnie's wife, just lowers her hand like, wait, what? Like, just, just will not believe anything. I'm, I'm no, you're not. I am the bright morning star. I just saw you picking your nose. with the Dean Ambrose. No, you're not. You're not any of those things. Yeah. I saw you picking your You putting on... You putting on a great match? Nah. You, you, you're not going to win, though. And yes, I am. Jesus. That boy fed up. And he asked me straight, where is God? Try to hit him with the bright light. You see, uh, Cassie got the designer shirt on with the panda on it. Yo, I'm the way and the truth. I'm both. 
I, I, and you know, the, the screen starts going fuzzy. They got bad reception, son. Signal them faded. Somebody turn the, uh. Yo, and this is where it becomes preacher for real. Yeah, he hit him with the voice. No, I don't know. You know none of us do. Yeah, he hits him with the voice. He's like, I don't know. He's missing. God is missing. Okay, now let me stop it here. Okay. So, did everyone recognize Jesse asked him in a different way? No, no. Or did they just... Only because, like, if they all did, they all would have turned to him and asked what happened. Um, I don't think they... I think they're so caught up in the moment with him already being questioned and getting nervous that it threw him. Yo, and then he wants help. He's like, guys, he made me. He made me say that. And so, yo, the producers are coming up. It's just like when Kanye said George Bush doesn't care about black people. And they snatch my man clean off the throne. Somebody covers up the phone. And it shuts down. Guys, guys, he made me say that. He made me say that. He's shook. Yo, he is shook. Yo, like, you feel like some punishment coming. You feel like he was just playing. Like, he was just goofing around, like, next to the throne, and the phone happened to ring, and he's no. the one that jumped in the seat, and they rolled with it. I think he's to a, with he's a different designated intent. One? With a different intent, he's there, whatever, Slattery, the Trevor, Trevor Slattery from Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. You know, the terror, the, the home, uh, you know, they made him, and they, they did him in a think tank, and, you know, but it was really a corporation. By, but, no, he's, like, the guy they put in front of the camera, to play the role. You know, imagine, you know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody has to deal with the ramifications. Sun comes back and all that. Yeah, and so now you got my man Jesse in front of the uh, normal church. And Tulip's like, well, Emily just watching them walk away, like watching them and Jesse. And then your man jumped up, Ken Cannon, he's like, denounce him, preacher, denounce him. He's like, where are we going? He's like, Tulip wants French fries. Yo, and Tulip's smiling. Yo, they I didn't understand what oh. the King Cannon mean. Denounce him. Like, except that God, well, not isn't real, but isn't there. Oh, look at Sheriff Sheriff. He's still no, still got the blood on him. I said, Sheriff, ain't you going to do something? He broke the law. And Sheriff looked at him, the law. The fuck is you talking about? Like, like just all saw, you know. And, and you know what's great? This is a great, like, setup to the rest of the show, because laws die on this day. But, but so did everyone in this... Go ahead. I'm I'm just saying, so, so laws died for who? Three people made it out. So for them? Well, no, I mean, laws, laws died for this town that day. So did they! Who? Who is that? This town, No, I mean, but before they died, the law died. And, yo, oh, how about Emily with the grin, like, well, well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess me being a piece of garbage isn't uh, yep. the worst thing. Yep, I got rid of Miles, not finna get no consequences. So I didn't understand, like. <sighs> Everything's going to shit. First of all, they literally ripped the church apart. Like, right. everybody's ripping they're breaking down the church while a so couple what? is actually what? just sitting there. No, you know, here's my thing. In all fairness, because I feel the same way you feel. Um, you have working knowledge of the fact that God is real at this point in this universe. Yeah. You know that God exists. However, 
God has chosen to, to vacate the throne, and you don't know why, my reaction personally would not be to be an entire piece of shit. Me personally. Yeah. Like, I, I, I... Because how many times you just, like, for people that don't believe in God, and they're just like, if I had a shred of proof, he came down, did a stupid miracle or some nonsense. <laughs> even, even something to that extent where you go, okay, not, seeing imposter God is still a huge, uh, thing for the, or, you know, for whoever. And having, having imposter God tell you, give you know. the fear and saying that God isn't around. To me is, you know, that's a different type of sign. Now, I'm saying that to say it might not make sense to me personally. That's not saying I don't understand what this reaction was because here's something my stepfather asked me a long time ago. Um, and it wasn't him personally, but it was just like in conversation it came up. It was – and this is when I was a kid. It was like how would you react if you knew you had one day to live? And my first reaction was, I'm doing all the bad shit I can think of. Yeah. It's either <laughs> I'm, one of yeah, it's either I'm fucking up. Right. Yeah. It's either pe- most people are probably going to have one of two, maybe three reactions. Probably one of extremes, like I'm going to do terrible things, as much terrible things, or I'm going to do as much. I'm going to try to see and hug as many people as I can and say whatever. Or I'm going to sit in the house and eat ice cream and play video games probably one of those three things like or the equivalent i'm gonna go to a movie you know whatever and i'm gonna make a big deal out of it no i'm I'm definitely telling all the women i never shot my shot at exactly how i felt just to hear what they said you know facebook is a whole couple of clicks away gotta know if i could have had a shot what that shot would have been only fair um, but no. So Emily, um, basically told her kids, got them on the couch, like nothing's changed. We're gonna go about our routine like we would any other day. We're gonna work as hard as we ever could. Daddy's still in heaven. Um, like he was always there. The good part of heaven, not the scary part, not what we just saw on television. Um, and she told her kids, like, I know that you're scared. Um, but we can look at them kids. Yeah. Look at them kids. This is some bullshit. Emily, Emily, no, 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 no. Emily, whole, whole piece of shit personality and piece of shit living came to me, came to the forefront in this episode. Explain. Well, one with the look of relief on her face, like, oh, you know, I won't necessarily be judged uh you know for you know for murdering a guy that i you know had some kind of feelings for if she didn't did she hate miles like you know she like thought he was at least decent enough to let him go pick her kids up and you know uh and and the visual part look at them kids yeah oh that redhead kid and that blonde kid and that brown hair kid you got a blonde and you got a dark brunette. I mean, again, we know Emily slides them big draws off and throws it back. We're aware Emily of Emily was the town hoe. Damn. And w- yeah. And was one of them, oh, I have kids. Now I got to, like, now I guess I'm the, de- you know, not the deacon, but whatever she was, the church administrator now. And and I bet you whoever they dad was, as in heaven, wasn't neither, none, not near one of them biological uh father so he, he was a miles kids. is what you're saying 
Yeah, she had these three damn kids and somehow convinced some sap to, to, to take take care of them. But we're, I mean, we're going to admit her box is fire, though, correct? I'm not ready. To, I'm not. No, no. I'm I'm, I feel like it's fire in a, in a town where there's an actual whorehouse that nobody looks down on you for frequenting. Her box must have been fire. Look at that house. And these children are actually well behaved, if we can say that. But no, Emily's. Um, again, them big draws come off, and she's she's throwing it around. So yeah, Pre- precious children, by the way. Look at them. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> she tells him she's like, yeah, it's it's all good. We we just gonna live out here. She said we don't need God, and we never, never did. did. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Uh huh. And yo, guess what has changed? The makeup of this town. Yo. Your 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 homosexual mascots, and this was just so surreal. Yeah, Take funny. one last smoke of that cigarette, boy, and they both hang themselves to their death. Well, oh, kick that bucket out from under his, his neck broke. He seemed like he died pretty instantly. Yeah. You're good. And then they zoom out, and then Yo, you didn't ever. We go to we go to the public together. school bus show, and yo, they got a a wood sharpened stake, and yo, it was a little attitude girl, another girl, and then the little girl who he was messing with, and like, yo, no, really, let's be real, let's talk about how many girls get off this bus. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Two. Three, four, five, and yeah, five girls get off this bus. Yo, so here's the thing. When I first saw this, I was kind of like, yo, they had it in their mind that he had something on his mind, and they decided to take him out. Yo, he was clearly in the act of doing something or about to do something, because he's clean with his pants down. I can't tell. This is terrible. This next part, I can't tell, and they don't make it, it obvious because he's just bleeding from the middle of his body. Mm-hmm. So, and just because of the fact that it was a sharpened stick, you just assume. It just Did you feel like he was castrated? Yeah, but how do you castrate somebody with a sharpened stick? I mean, you can castrate with, somebody with, the, with a sharpened hey, stick. Hey, 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 with the with the power of God is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, um, but not with the, necessarily the power of a you know eight year old yeah. girl. No, I mean, there's five of them, though. You played Tug of War before? <laughs> okay. So, but yeah. did you see how bloody that stick was? Yeah. I just think that was, you know, intestine, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, kidney deep. Oh, they went for it. Yeah. But like you said, you go to your girl with the caved-in head, and, yo, she suffocates her. But that wasn't even the part. The, one, no, the, the worst part. Yo, little, oh, man, little man popped in with the selfie. Yo, his Snapchat was popping. Mm-hmm. His Snapchat been popping the whole season. Oh, yeah. I have a, yeah. And, yo, they shot my man Tom Cruise's remains off into space. Space, yeah. And, yo, the, um, yo, Sheriff's wife was tough at one point. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, He's yeah, staring yeah. off into space. Yo, and so my favorite moment of the entire series happens right here, Travis. What, with Dorothy? Because oh. Dorothy, because if you look at Donnie, what's wrong with Donnie? I thought he was either 
Well, no. Like, his, look at his body. What's happening with his nipple? Tulip bit it off in elementary school. Oh, right, right. Right. And that's my favorite callback ever. Yeah, Tulip bit his nipple off in elementary school. And even at this point, he doesn't respond to her like that, you know? But yeah, she she bit that shit clean off. And yeah. So what did you take from Donnie's wife looking severely disappointed in Don? Like, he, like uh-huh. clearly he's affected and can't. No, I don't have – no, there's no time. Like I just renewed my faith in God. I just did it only to find out God doesn't have faith in me right now. So uh, no, I'm not – missing. He could have got kidnapped. No, and again, this is the whole conversation we were having at the beginning. I feel like my reaction would not be this, but – my reaction is, oh shit, he exists like for concrete, like for sure, for sure. But like, well, okay, I got a lot of explaining to do. But. Here's what we have to take into consideration that we haven't talked about. We're talking okay. about small town white Texas. In all okay. fairness, who is if anybody believes that God is for them, always and forever, this is one of those demographics that fits that. Because they're so prosperous. Well, they don't know they're not. No, they know that actually is the thing is to not be prosperous. It's to be yeah. as yeah, they're, but they're they're the absolute masters of their world, and they don't want what exists. Like, look at King Cannon's resistance to to Austin. You know, and we're not even talking about tech Austin. We're talking about people who eat at thread gills, <laughs> you know, which I love. But no, so this is a culture shock to them who always thought. You know, God was always on their side. All of a sudden, he's not firmly behind the things that they do, so the things that they do do adjust. So I don't feel like smacking the shit out of my wife on the ass right now. Yeah, my my, my penis doesn't function that way. And yo, if she has her ruby high or she has her ruby platforms on, incredible. And it's so frustrated. And yo, the most uncomfortable moment ever of the entire series i think personally ken cannon clearly has somebody in the shape of a child um you know that he's petting right now in the snow snow and then you glance down and it's one of these you know we saw earlier where all the boxes are open and you can't tell the cow intestines from the people intestines so he is ground chuck that you see a handprint in that he's been scooping out and you glance down he's formed an entire person out of ground chuck that he's holding in his arms. Fucking terrible. It's the worst. Oh, and then guess Actually, what? the worst is about to happen. Oh, yeah. Danger. So we go back to, to your, your methane garage where you can't smoke in. It's, it's not just... even a methane garage. It's a methane subway. Like, it's an entire under... Like, the entire town sits on this. Mm-hmm. So you got your girl... Um, who, who we've seen more than once. I don't remember if it was her or if it was another girl, but in her, you know, her sexy fetish lingerie, um, with the old school phone, like trying to get all the dials and stuff right. She can't even reach stuff. Mm-mm. I don't understand why she's in the chair. Doing that. Like, no, he, she's is he doing dead? It. He's dead as shit. Oh. He's fucking dead. They don't explain exactly how he died, but he's gone. And you're sure about that just because he doesn't blink? Like, yeah, and uh, you don't see him moving at all. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he's gone at this point. Yo, she's trying to release that pressure, and yo, she's still got the fucking uh, the ball in her mouth. 
If he doesn't, we're going to kick his ass. Well, I like the way you think, Jesse Custer. And they just kind of stare at him like, mm-hmm. All right. All right, bitches. Let's go. And so what I think, um, you know, they go out to the car, which I think was a really cool moment, though. And I didn't quite get what was going on the first time around. But, you know, they didn't leave this thing kind of dangling. Like, I haven't forgot about you, Eugene. Like, this plan is still to come get you. So at first I thought, oh, snap, he found Eugene and got him back out of town. But he says it. I'm going to get you out of hell one way or another. So he knows he's still down there. Now, it's going to play interesting into the show if Eugene comes out of hell back to the same spot where he left. Because guess what's going to happen? Everybody he's ever known is going to be dead. And they show it on the news, like you said, in the background. The reactor disaster. Um, oh, Excess of flammable cow manure is behind the tragedy. I wonder who all is going to survive. Because no survivors on a TV show always means some survivors. There's a missing cat sign in the window. Fascinating. There's two, as a matter of fact. But yeah, so finally, after all this, Tulip asks, she said this Genesis thing, how does it work? Or what is it? She says. And you want me to show you? Hey, you asked for it, girl. And yeah. And what does he tell her? Rah, 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 rah. Kiss me. She jumped on that boy. Little skinny self. And gave him the blues. And look at Cassidy. Oh, hating ass. <laughs> he made Right, so it's always like, yeah, that knife can, you know. Twist it a little bit. He he, he didn't catch it, you know, this season like he thought. There's a few times he would have. And yeah, that's Genesis. Bam, she stuck him. Woo boy. Don't ever do that again. And it's funny. Like, as the comic plays out, um, every now and again, like, they'll have that moment where, am I genuinely interested in you? Or are you forcing me to do this? And she has to question that. Wow. She punched him in the face. Yeah. Of course, what's his face? Uh, Cassie didn't see that. Mm-mm, didn't catch quite that part. But he's smoking that weed, though. And, yo, everybody Jay's got their sunglasses. I love how everybody has three different sets of sunglasses. I like the how hers are kind of old school. Cassidy's are, you know... Traditional uh, cop kind of, you know, mirrored lens joints. Exactly. They're super gas station. And Jesse's are the most current of everybody's. Very cool. Um, Yeah. So guess what? We are ready to go. And Cassidy says, what are we waiting on? And Tulip floors it. And we headed down the road. So, you know what? I think good comics... um, aren't hurt by a prequel and i think the prequel we got these 10 episodes were were very strong um but yeah did so, they ever give you anything about anvil in the books oh it blows up first episode or first yeah yeah so oh, i mean but there's no issue, de- i'm saying yeah there's no develop there's no real like well no i mean you get you get stuff like you get stuff with the sheriff and you get eugene and you get saint of all killers showing up so there are things but nothing to this depth Okay. Right. So guess what? We're in the uh, the debris, the sh- the shit debris that is Anvil. Um, there are chairs and there's 
the speaker and yo the seraphim yo with her purse is uh getting her walk on yo she's so stout <laughs> bless her heart um a little sweater in the shirt and the, and the cat crush you in some pull-ups yeah oh oh yeah yeah no. anything upper body wise she murking the game no like 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 imagine playing her in red rover doesn't sound fun let's catch her by the neck but yo she's walking she's looking around and what happens to her travis a clean Ooh. hole about the size of shit a softball not bigger than a yeah. softball I say that's a damn yeah. I say it's a solid soup bowl. I say it's a it's a Folgers can put clean through her through her chest. And yo, guess what? It's actually steps on her arm. Like what kind of like nothing about this? And like mm-hmm. I was just so like, yo, come on, on. really crushes it, yo. And you didn't get uh, like a you didn't get like a. Uh, flash of light say like off his face like to show that the seraphim probably like she just going unless oh what he got she got shot by a demon gun so some well, nonsense like that saying i mean they say you're nobody till somebody kills you who kills you matters and it could very well matter here so travis it's 10 episodes man um, you know, with with the Flash, we did a season one recap, which is us covering how many episodes of season one? Twenty ish. Like okay. Yeah. And then our season two of Flash was twenty three episodes. Um, we got a, a smooth ten episodes here, with I think maybe a two week gap at one point. Um, or a two week gap in total. So yeah, we Travis, we finished another season of another show. Um, tonally very different than what we've done. So let, let's flash back to maybe a week or two before we started Preacher. Um, now, it's far be it for me to gauge enthusiasm because, you know, the way we talk to each other, we, you know, we pretend to not be excited about things we are excited about and at points might be a little more excited about things we're not excited about. Um, from your level of whatever your excitement was before this show to what we've experienced now, would you say that's increased uh, pretty pretty generously? Oh yeah, like I'm going to actively be excited for next mm. season. Like this, it was just like I got to watch this show. Cam wants to mm. do a damn podcast about. It. Okay, yeah. I guess I'm in. Um, so for sure, the enthusiasm gap has <laughs> severely narrowed. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that, you know, something that not everybody's familiar with that I kind of hold near and dear, um, you know, got as much play as it did. I like that they developed these characters in crazy ways and there were great twists and turns. I like that. I feel like, you know, for the most part, again, Tulip being the most divisive, like we talked to Danny about most particular about the the difference in characterization but i like how you know people were how people were presented to us you know in similar ways that they were in the comics um anvil is immediately one of my favorite locales in in fiction that i've come across you know based on the way people react you know based on the uh Based on the hierarchy, probably the most part about who's in power and why they're in power, um, you know, just such a big fan of everything. Um, I like that we're getting into the the territory that the comics primarily dealt with because I think this is going to be – like people who never watched it and just have that AMC time slot in their head, 
I think there's going to be a much deeper conversation they're able to have with people now because it's getting into that comic territory. Um, you know, just really appreciated it really all around. I, I think it's funny. I don't know if we'll ever actively cover a thing that I can say, oh, I didn't really like how that went. Only because of how much time we put into it. I think, you know, I tend to find things that I really appreciate with these things. Um, yeah, just uh, a, a nice – I don't know if next season is going to be 10 episodes. That would be a great No, it's going to be 13. Oh, it's going to be 13 already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like – like as much as I love Flash and I love the twists and turns, I don't know if I can do two shows that are 23 episodes because, oh, yeah, just, no. you know, it demands so much time. Yeah. I like this being, you know, a different change of pace from what we do on the Flash side. Um, yeah, I, I got I really have nothing but good things to say, um, especially, you know, being a guy who appreciated the comics and us being lucky enough to have people who came on who were such fervent fans of the comics and were and were brave enough. I say brave enough, but were decent enough to voice the issues that they took with it and didn't feel like they couldn't do that even on this platform. I think that's great because we got to really discuss what the differences were. And again, I, I hope that they find some solace in the fact that we're getting into the parts that they appreciate from the book that they love so much. Um, you know, we, <laughs> gosh, there's a lot of space to cover between now and Flash. I'm going to do myself a favor and not get too far into the things that we have planned for that gap. I think showing you will be better than telling you. Uh, Trav, before we get out of here for Preacher and really for, uh, in fairness, probably the last full show, uh, episode for episode that we do until Flash comes back, anything that you want to kind of relay to uh, to the audience at this point? Um, you know what, I, just, I guess, you know, since we didn't get a ton of time uh, during this run, as far as like what we got into our each week, and what are you reading, what are you watching, that kind of thing. Uh, if you, for comic book fans out there, do yourself a favor and read the Vision series that's out now. Like book ten is out now, I think comes out next week or something like that. Uh, so one through six is in a trade, uh, and you know I, I went and downloaded seven, eight, nine on on the Marvel app or whatever, and ten off get. Uh, next week, but it is, I think, the best thing I've ever read. Um, Point blank, huh? Yeah. That high. Okay. And which is when we were talking about it, too, and I was like, it's almost, I think it's almost unfair. And it could be just because it's something so different and it's just so, you know, but I was like, I think it's unfair to to put it in the same genre. Even like the Ultimates and Spider-Man, I love those books. Those are like were my favorite thing I was I was even Tanahasi Coates wrote on issue seven on the front of issue seven vision seven is that the best comic book going today mm. Tanahasi Coates not Black Panther which is arguably one of the best you know comics going today uh, the guy who writes that said it um, it's it's wonderful it's wonderfully weird and I I will I wouldn't be surprised if somebody in two, three, four weeks goes, I read that, I didn't get it, or I didn't like it, or I got it, but I didn't like it. Because five, six pages in, I was like, this is weird, Bruce. Bruce Mitchell, he got it for me. And he's like, just keep reading. And boy, did was I glad I uh, I, I stuck with it, because it, it's, it's a tremendous story with a really 
super interesting character who's not like anything I've ever imagined. And my only, and not having an idea or real running knowledge of Vision's history, I think goes into why I liked it so much. I didn't have any kind of, you know, I didn't look at him as some D-level like superhero or C-level superhero. I knew him from Ultron and he saved the day in Ultron, so he's kind of thorough to me. (laughs) And then, and then he's He's really banging in the book and his family and everything. It's just a really good book. So that's uh, that's my one like super like suggestion. Go out and get that kind of kind of hard sell. Very nice, very nice. And, and I'll say this: um, we and, and we being me and probably somebody else, only because of conflicting schedules and time and interest, um, are definitely going to talk Suicide Squad. Um, I'll say this. If you're listening to this before you went and saw the movie, and it actually, it's already broken the August record for uh, the August opening weekend box office record. It just has. A bunch of people you've never heard of, as far as comic characters, broke that record. So, salute to DC for that. But, um, it's a solid movie. Notice I'm not saying good and I'm not saying bad. It is a solid movie that I recommend comic fans seeing. It is not in any way as good as a Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Soundtrack-wise, it may meet that mark, but it's not Guardians, it's not Avengers, but it is a very good ensemble comic book flick, and, uh, you know, for what that's worth, being very good. Um, But it's a solid movie overall that has its flaws that I think you should see. Um, I definitely plan on going step-for-step, note-for-note, and explaining the good and the bad of that movie. But, again, it's a, a solid film that is already making a bunch of money. Um, I'm not here personally to put money towards things just so that more things can happen. But this is something I definitely think is worth your time and money if you have the time to see it. But we'll talk more about Suicide Squad um, here in the coming days because I think it's it's definitely something that should be discussed. I'm not like, – you know, Trav and I spent time talking about uh, Drake's album, talking about Views, which – is still our most listened to show randomly. <laughs> like it's like damn near 300 individual listens, like 300 unique listens. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Listen to us talk 30 minutes about listening to two 30 uh, plus year old guys talking about an album made for people. 10 years are junior fairly. Um, people got such a kick out of that and really cared about the insight, but you know, Travis and I talked about views and how that was, like, in my case, middle of the road. Um, We talked about Civil War, which I think is the best comic book movie ever made, making it automatically a top probably ten action movie ever. Um, But Suicide Squad, I think, is important because I don't think it's good. I don't think it's bad. I think it's solid, and I think it's really worth the time to break down and discuss. Um, We have friends between Travis and I that – go and see movies to see movies like that's their enjoyment so the movie being good bad or in between they appreciate the experience um but i think this was a solid thing that is worthy of like real commentary and so that's something that's definitely going to happen but you know with with all that said that's what's coming as far as what's passed um i want to take the time personally to thank my man travis for you know not only appreciating flash and doing that with me but uh, 
having the time to take a chance on something he wasn't familiar with, trusting me to the point where he gave it a shot, and I think, you know, finding enjoyment in a series. Um, I want to thank, uh, want to thank my friend uh, Danny for, you know, already being a fan of the show, being you know our first you know female guest as far as this goes, and, and kind of jumping out that window and really having a good contribution to what we did. Um, of course, want to thank you know Bruce Mitchell. I actually met with um, a good friend of ours today, Travis and Jared, and explained to him that half-hour conversation Bruce and I had before the show started, just mm-hmm. about how big of a fan I am and how he's influenced me, and how nobody will ever hear that commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, want to thank Bruce for uh, taking the time to do that, and my man uh, Trevor from a uh, podcast of Two Worlds for. Um, you know, filling in when we needed him, taking time out of his schedule. I don't know if I told you, he was on his way to an interview that day, like a job interview. Um, but, you know, found the time to, you know, do the uh, do the preacher show for us that day. So, you know, people being fans of things and, and, and working with us has been really great. Um, as proud as I am of all the stuff we've done with Flash, I think doing something like this that just doesn't have, you know, the same following, doesn't get the same attention and, you know, of course our guests but you Trav as well really taking the time to dig into each episode with me and you know taking that risk of jumping into something you're more familiar with it is really appreciated and I just want to say that you know kind of in front of everybody gosh I'm yeah, getting... no, I was I was actually uh, planning uh, if it was bad to bail out by like episode three I was out of here you sound like you sound like Mike talking about our football team on the on the South Congress interview but no um yeah I, I feel like my allergies are starting to act up so I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna press that any further. But no, um, you know it's appreciated, man. I'm sure, um, you know, here in the coming weeks, um, I'm gonna have you do all kind of things you don't want to do. Pause, and uh, you know we'll figure that out. Hopefully to the tune of uh, people being interested in it. So um, if there's nothing else, this has been the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show for AMC's Preacher, and this was the. Uh, the season finale, and yeah, we're getting another season. The season finale, episode 10, call and response. For Travis, I am Cameron, and don't worry, guys, it'll be something else here really, really soon. But until then, we're out. I ain't Rob Reagan. I ain't saying you should say no. I'm saying take it. You got a mask to your high. Open your eyes. See this bass and this fly. I think I'm Malcolm Middle. I think I'm Du Bois. Think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Freud, think I am the leader, leader of the people, god damn, I'm a black superhero, I'm a black superhero, I'm a black superhero.